Good morning, everyone. We are an enthusiastic bunch. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> it's really good to be here with you today, and I want to thank Nigel for inviting me to come along and speak to you, and indeed his warm words of welcome at both of the services here. Um, for those of you who may not know me, a number of years ago I worked for an organization called Crown Jesus Ministries, and it was my privilege during my time there to, to come and be part of a church project that was running in the Bangor area among some of the, the churches, and it was lovely to get to, to know Nigel Susan through that, and also a number of you, and it was great to meet you during the coffee there and, and, and just catch up with some of you again. It was just lovely, and it's great to be back here again and to share God's Word. And I hope we're all encouraged through the message. Does anybody need encouragement today? Two of you do? Okay, that's good. Well, I hope we are all encouraged, and that would be great. As we think about evangelism, and often, I, I don't know if you're a bit like me with this one, when we think about evangelism or how we communicate our faith with people, we can feel weak, scared, useless, or that, that God couldn't use us. And I guess I just want to start by, by saying that if at any stage of this talk you feel like that, you'll not be on your own because all of us struggle with evangelism. Uh, it's something we all find difficult. I certainly find it much more easy to, to preach the gospel to a crowd of people I don't know than to actually sit with my brothers and try and communicate uh, my faith to them. We all know what it's like to feel weak and, and even useless when it comes to evangelism, but today is about encouraging our potential in God, and, and there is an enormous amount of potential within the four walls of this church today. And if we feel weak and vulnerable about sharing our faith, please listen, because those thoughts actually put us in the place where we can be used by God. Because in His economy, the weaker we know we are in ourselves, the more we can actually be used by Him. So please don't be worried about those thoughts, because God actually tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 that He chooses, has chosen to use the weak things of the world to shame the strong. So actually, the weaker we know we are, the more effective we can be for God, as long as we don't let that weakness hold us back, but bring us to a place where we are depending upon Him and relying on His strength. And earlier we had uh, the verses read to us from Matthew chapter 5, very familiar scripture. And I guess I want to ask a question of you, and that is this. How many times have you read those verses from Matthew 5, and then you've believed the importance of the challenge to go out and to shine our light amongst others without your life changing? For me, the answer to that question would be many times. And because of it, I'm trying to learn a valuable spiritual lesson, which is this. It is not just what we believe that makes a difference. It's what we value that will. It's not just what we believe that makes a difference. It's what we value that will. You see, we can believe all we want about the importance of anything spiritual, say, like praying, but if we do not pray, no matter how important we believe it is to pray, we're not praying because we don't value it enough. It's not just what we believe that makes a difference. It's what we value that will. And the call of Jesus upon your life and my life is a call to action. 
more than ever, that the church in this land needs to value the importance of shining its light across this land. Because the bottom line is, if the church in Ireland really valued evangelism, this nation could be transformed. I believe that. But my experience as I have gone around this country is that in many parts of the church, of the church evangelism is not valued in the way that it should be. In fact, I would say that many parts of the church need to rediscover that they're part of a cause. And it's a cause that wants to advance, not sit still or sit comfortably here on, in church, on a, a church building on a Sunday morning. It's a cause that wants to advance. You know, when you're watching television or you might actually drive past and you see a group of people and they're out on strike, <laughs> I was, we mightn't agree with what they're saying or what they're doing. What we do see there is passion. We see a cause. We see people who are wanting to influence change. <laughs> Boy, does the, the church need to rediscover some of that because Christianity in many parts has lost that sense of being a movement for change. And it's just become another world religion. It's not just what you and I believe that makes a difference. It's what we value that will. And we need to value the importance of letting our light shine. And the message today is one that all of us need to respond to because we'll either need to rediscover or enhance that passion within us to want to communicate the good news, to want to be part of the mission of, of God and be part of advancing that mission. Because it's important for us to be reminded that we are all part of this call. It's not just Nigel's responsibility. It's not just those who are leading Alpha and other people who are involved in in church life or in leadership within this fellowship. It's a call upon all of our lives, but the passion can grow cold so easily. And every one of us knows that. And it can be for many, many different reasons, but one of the, the reasons can often be that we lose our focus. It can be life stuff. It can be lots of things that make us lose our way, and we lose our focus. It's true to say that we'll always focus upon what we value. So, you personalize, I'll, I'll, I'll direct this to you, but it, the questions and challenge comes to me as well, okay? I wanted you to help you answer, ask yourselves questions. How much do you value God? I'm not asking how much do you believe in God. I'm asking how much do you value God? Because if you and I value God, then we will value what he says in his precious word, and we will value in the context of today wanting to go from here and to shine our light before others, no matter how uncomfortable that might make us feel. And if the focus has slipped in our lives or the light has dimmed over the years, today is not about beating ourselves up. God never beats us over the head with a big stick. And I'm thankful for that because of he did, I would have one continual whopping headache. He doesn't do that, and neither should we, because when we do that, we deny the the grace of God that we've been singing about and rejoicing about today. Today is actually, it's a rallying call. I say, come on, start of a new year. Let's put Jesus first. 
We've been singing about it all morning. We've been promising things to God in our singing already today that we've maybe forgotten about already. We've been bowing our knees. We've been giving everything to God in our, our worship. We've already forgotten about that. Somebody once said Christians don't tell lies. They just sing them. <laughs> and that's true. But I know that in the heart of every believer here, no matter how near or how far we feel from God, don't forget, He's not far from you. He never leaves us. He, he never forsakes us. He's always with us. But I know that within the heart of every believer will be that desire to want to live out what we're singing and, and to want to give our all to Him. So today's that rallying call to put Him first because when Jesus is first, we can only but realize that we're part of a cause that wants to advance. And when we think of all that he has done for us on the cross, all that he, he went through, the pain and the torture and the hell of it all, so that we can have this relationship with God, I know there's something will stir, even without, if we have to search for it, there's something will stir in our hearts to want to live for him and to want to give our all to him. And, 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 and that commitment is, is massively important because in that commitment, we'll find the desire to value shining our light. Because as I say, when Jesus is first, we can only but realize we're part of a great cause today, a worldwide cosmic cause. I want to encourage us from the youngest to the most senior person here today, and even especially to those who are, are in that senior frame I look at our, our church in, in Dundonald, and, and I go to our Evergreens meeting all the time, and I love it. But I, I look out at those beautiful people, and I say, God, how can we help these senior citizens in our church dream again, dream of the, the possibilities of what they can do in God and what they can achieve in God and how they can use all that enormous experience and, 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 and knowledge that they have built up to pour into other generations and to be used by you. And it's, it's something that really excites me, the very thought of it. But from the youngest to the most senior person here today, can we respond? Can we commit to shining this light and making the cause of reaching the lost central. Spurgeon is a, a, a preacher that I love to quote, a most quotable man, and he said this, if sinners be damned, and please be challenged by this, he said, if sinners be damned, at least let them leap to hell over our bodies. If they must perish, let them perish with our arms around their knees, but let no one go to hell unwarned or unprayed for. And I look at that and I go, oh Lord, what passion. I need more of that in my life. Do you? Could we leave here today more committed to letting that light shine in our lives where we find ourselves every day and valuing that and valuing this as we leave today is important because we continually need to be reminded because we're so absorbed in church life, that evangelism and mission is not just what goes on in the, in between these four beautiful walls. I know you, you've appointed a mission coordinator over the last year, and Nigel was saying about some of the amazing projects that are already been set up. We go fantastic, but Matthew will probably be the first person to say to you, that's not just 
mission. Yes, it's mission. It's great and it's been used by God. But mission is is something that we do every day, everywhere we are, and everything we do, say and think, it should be missional. That we're shining our light before those who we come in contact with. That light of Jesus shining through the way we live our lives and the factory, in the office, when we're with our friends, wherever we might find ourselves. How cool would it be if this church got added to their number daily, those who were being saved? Do we believe that's possible? Surely we do. But how great would it be if God was adding to our number daily those who are being saved because you're leading people to Christ in the office. You're leading people to Christ in, in your, your, your family and your home life and all of that. How amazing would that be if God could, could mobilize this army of people and fire us up to be focused in, in that way? Because if we put up on that screen behind us, the, the number of non-Christian people that the people within this room will meet over the next week, I think we'd start to get massively excited about the, the sphere of influence there is within this fellowship. And, and in our first service this morning, we said exactly the same thing, that together as a church, there's something remarkable about the potential that there is here. The vast majority of the people you will meet this week, Nigel will never meet. And that's why God never made a strategy for evangelism that said it's something the rector does or it's something that the mission team do. Yes, they are actively involved in Michelin and their focus, but it's something for all of us. Something that we all do. And I want to encourage us to be focused about going from here to shine our light through the way we live our lives, the way we live our lives with integrity of character, the way we desire to live out God's Word. Can we, can we count the cost of what it means to go the extra mile in our lives, to turn the other cheek, to be a blessing instead of just blessed, to live lives that are seasoned with love? Can we count the cost of that? Not everyone's going to wonderfully embrace us because we should expect opposition, and God has told us in our word that opposition will be there. But the, the determination, the, the passion is to live out what we've been singing today and hearing from his word as we shine his light, but also looking for opportunities to speak about Jesus. And this is the one that usually makes us feel extremely uncomfortable with. But I tell you, if we look for opportunities to share our faith and we're intentional about that, we'll find them because they're all around us. And God doesn't need our brilliant answers to use us or to work through us. He's into the business of working through our fumbling answers to those awkward God questions, our, our awkwardness as we try to engage someone in spiritual conversation and we go away feeling, oh, that was so embarrassing. God's into using every one of those situations to change people's lives because he's into the business of working through weak and vulnerable people like you and me to show this is his salvation. It is his power that saves. We just, we just, we just need to respond to that in our lives. And I wonder 
can we not just take those everyday opportunities, but I'd love us to try and be strategic in the way in which we reach out to people. I've heard about Alpha coming up, and we run Alpha and Dundonald Elam, and actually a similar time, we'll be starting on January the 30th, and we can not wait. It is the most outstanding course. But I wonder if perhaps the reason why you haven't invited somebody yet is because you don't have a significant enough relationship with someone to invite them. So maybe the strategic focus that we could go away with is, yes, go and shine our light to everyone. Go and look for opportunities. But who's that one or two people that we could prayerfully build a relationship with? Effective evangelism flows from relationships. Too many churches are just posting letters through doors and tracks through doors. I don't want it to cry that God can use anything. But the return is is little because there's no relationship in a leaflet through a door. It's the love that you and I have for people. That's what will be the catalyst to fill our Alpha courses and, 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 and make them even more effective. So maybe your response today might be to say, well, Lord, who can I reach? Who can I build a relationship with? But I reckon for many of us here today, there will be people who we're burdened for. There will be people who we'll know who are not yet Christians, and they occupy our prayers, and we do love them. Maybe we haven't spoken to them for a while. Maybe we need to do that and re-engage with people. Who's that family member? And it's been a while since they've seen the love of your eyes or my eyes because we haven't seen them for a while. One of the things we need to do, but what I really want to challenge you to do today is, everyone, go and pray about at least one person you can invite to Alpha. Take the courage. I know it scares the life out of us, and it's awkward, but take the courage and do it. Show your commitment. Show that you love those people enough to actually embrace that awkwardness and or out of your comfort zone to, to invite them. I'm telling you, if everybody here does that, you will see a significantly larger number of non-Christians, and you'll start to see the, the potential that's within this place start to come to fruition. Would you do that? Would we not just sing, God, have my life, I'm on my knees? <laughs> Would we not just believe in the importance of what we're hearing today, but value it? Go and shine our light through the integrity of our lives. Go and look for opportunities, but build those relationships. They're, they're significantly important. And if we have those relationships, take the courage this week and invite people to Alpha. They might say no, and if they do, keep loving them, keep doing life with them, and keep praying with them for the next opportune moment where you can't invite them to something. But they might just say yes. And it's like Nigel was saying earlier, we um, encourage people in, in our fellowship as well. Don't say come for 12 weeks or whatever it is. Come along for the first night. See what it's like. Because inevitably most people stay. It is the most outstanding course I know of Alpha. It is world class. Very much so. But Alpha doesn't save people. It's God who saves. That's why I'm delighted to hear about your prayer meeting. Come on, fill the place. Let's get out to pray next Sunday, Sunday week uh, and, 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 and pray for this, that God will use it in a powerful way. What a, an amazing tool. 
John Wesley, as we, we draw to a close, said, give me 100 people. You, you contextualize that here. There's more than, than that here today. He said, give me 100 people who fear nothing but sin and desire nothing but God, and I don't care a straw whether they be clergymen or laymen, because such alone will shake the gates of hell and set up the kingdom of heaven on earth. Surely something in our hearts fires within us that says, oh, come on, let's see that. God, awaken us, revive us, revive us within our spirits to be the people we can and should be. I don't want to sail through my life. I don't want to just drift through my life. I don't want mediocrity. At the start of this new year, God, fire my heart with a passion for you and a passion for the lost that all of this stuff we're singing about, all of this stuff that we're learning about and being reminded about today, that I'm, I'm not just happy to believe it. I want to value it, and I want to work it out in my life. I really pray that God will give us the desire to do that. He doesn't need your brilliance or mine. He just looks for our availability, and maybe that's what we can give him today. C.T. Studd said, Some wish to live within the sound of a chapel bell. I want to run a mission within a yard of hell. I'm going, God, give me some of that passion. This desire to not settle for a comfortable Christian experience, but to step up today and value what we're learning about, shining the light of him who is the light of world, the world in our lives. Amen.